My name is Javier Colon. Welcome to The In-Between. Today, I am joined by Emily Martinez-Diaz and Kira Procopi to talk about their thesis film titled Esperanza. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. How are you? Doing good. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Thank you for coming on to the show. I'm glad that you guys are here and I'm glad that you guys are together. It's very nice to see my first pair on the show. So together figuratively because different states, but you know how it is. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Where are you, Emily? I'm Bronx, New York. Gotcha. And Kira? I'm in Oakland, New Jersey. Gotcha. Very cool. Oh, you're in Jersey too. Sweet. So let's just get started. Who are you guys and what do you guys do? Uh, whoever wants to go first. I'll go first. I'm Kira, and I'm a character TD. I love rigging, but I've done thesis. I'm also doing cloth simulation, some shot sculpting, modeling, texturing of the environment, and lighting, and as well as some effects. I'm Emily Martinez-Diaz. I guess I'm more of like a creative director. Like I was in charge of the storyline, the character design, shots. Um, I'm also the main character animation animator, so I'm doing basically all the character animation. I did some texturing, some lighting, some what else, some compositing. Yeah, that's basically my end of the deal. Awesome. Uh, how did you guys find yourself at SVA? So I knew I wanted to do rigging and something very technical with my life. And I came to the SVA open house and I loved what I saw. I loved the thesis film Nexus. And I was like, that's what I want to do. This is the school I want to go to. And now I'm here. And I'm so happy to be here. For me, I didn't actually know I wanted to do what animation until I was maybe a late junior, early senior in high school. I was just watching a random anime, uh, some random Disney movie, and I was like, hey, that's kind of cool. I want to do that. And so I did the research. I found out that one of the best schools for that was actually right here in New York City. And so I applied. Um, fun fact, before coming here, I wanted to be a math teacher. Oh, Wow. Right. Definitely not doing that anymore. (laughs) I literally at the last minute, I was like, scrap all my plans. I'm going to SBA. Yeah. What is your thesis called and what is it about? Our thesis is called Esperanza. The name is kind of like a double entendre because it's based off of my mom's story and her middle name is Esperanza. But the name also means hope, which is a major Esperanza is Spanish for hope. Mm -hmm. And it is a major theme in our thesis and essentially like elevator pitch the story of like immigration and single parenthood so where did you guys get the idea for your thesis so emily came up with the story and i liked her idea which is why uh, we decided to work together so you mentioned emily that it came from single parenthood do you come from a single parent household and is that something that's like important to you to convey in the story yes i do actually um so I, I was raised by my mom. My mom raised me and my sister um, on her own. And, you know, it's because of her that I'm even going to college and she put me through school, all that stuff, um, all that cheesy stuff. And so I wanted my thesis to be like owed to her, like the mm. culmination of my, my education is a thank you to her. That's awesome. And that's like super honorable. And Kira, I'm glad that you found that that idea enticing enough to be able to work with her. Of course. So you kind of touched upon this earlier. Kira, what are you handling what are you handling in the project? Like what's your main focus? 
I'm more of a technical control person. I'm the technical director. So that, that goes for effects, the characters, the rigging, the simulation, the lighting. And I'm making all these technical decisions. For example, we had a scene with a beach and mm -hmm. it was my job to figure out how we could extend the ocean to make it look like there was this giant infinite ocean in the background. So those are the kind of decisions and changes that I make. Gotcha. So you're, you're very much like logistical in your approach with this thesis. Yes. Gotcha. And then Emily, you were kind of mentioning that you're doing the creative direction because as we mentioned before, that you, this is your idea. So what, do you, what else do you handle besides, of course, the creative direction? Yeah. So in the beginning, I was very much in charge of like the storyboarding and the previs and the, some of the concept art. Kira helped with concept art as well. And just making sure that the storyline was tight. And now that the film is actually in production, I'm mostly focusing on the character animation and some behind the scenes stuff to like updating the previs and the shots and stuff, but mostly animation. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're kind of like working on the, the, the pre-production as well. Right. Got it. So you guys are working, the two of you together. I'm going to ask Kira, how would you say the pandemic has affected the way that you work with Emily? Because you can't really like meet up for anything. I think the biggest difference is not working together in the senior labs. Like that's something I was really looking forward to, like us sitting next to each other, looking at each other's work, helping each other out. Uh, but now we're, we've had to do that over Zoom. Mm -hmm. Just today we had a Zoom meeting to go over some environment technical things. So I think the pandemic has in some ways severed that chance we had to like bond in the senior labs, but mm -hmm. I think we're still making good progress. We're still collaborating over Zoom just differently. And again, I think the pandemic has in some ways given us not as good experience, but overall I'm happy with the experience we're having. We're collaborating, we're getting the job done. I think that's the best we can do under the circumstances. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I really admire yours, you guys' resolve to continue to work together and to try to make it work even with the pandemic. Like that's really awesome of you guys. How did you decide to work together? That's a very interesting story, actually. <laughs> I think we had all we I think I was planning to work by myself, mostly because it was such a like personal story. And I wanted to I wanted 100 percent control over the story. So I knew that I needed to be alone. And I think here, maybe you had plans to work in a group or something or that fell through. Yeah. But ultimately, we just started talking and. Kira, Kira has had, has always had a reputation for being like amazing with like writing and everything. She's just a, a superstar. So she was like, hey, do you want to work together? I think Jay Perez, actually, he was, yeah, you know, okay. he put us together. He was, he knew both of us who so were both working with him and he was like, hey, you guys would be perfect because Emily, you want to do all the creative stuff and Kira's great with the technical stuff. You guys like fulfill each other's quote unquote missing pieces. Not that we're bad at that but our strengths, they're opposite, but harmonious. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, you guys were both working for Jay Perez. Like, what were you guys doing? I was doing rigging and a little bit of modeling. And I did most of his um, producing. So he had like 30 people on his project that I was in charge of just keeping everybody on track. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. So you guys both have like relatively good experience in the roles that you currently are in thesis. So that actually really, that works really nicely. This is going to be the little bit of the sappier moment of the podcast. What is something that you have learned from your partner? Communication. Definitely. Definitely. For me, it's like 
just not to make excuses. Like Kira's always working. Like she, no excuses. She's just like, do it. And I'm like, yes, okay, I will for sure. This is Emily's idea, but Kira, you volunteered to help out. So I'm curious, what is your, because you love rigging and you love the technical aspects. So like, what has been your favorite part about working on this project so far? Probably the rigging and the cloth simulation. Oh yeah, that's right. Because all the dresses are cloth sim. Gotcha. What are you um, simming the cloth in? Marvelous designer. Oh, nice. Okay. Have you used it before? Uh, yes, it taught me a little bit at Method uh, Studios in New York City. I was there as a freelance rigger. And as part of my training, they taught me how to do cloth simulation with Marvelous Designer. Oh, very cool. And what about you, Emily? What would you say is your favorite aspect of this thesis? Uh, that's tough. I think definitely, you know, the animation, but also just kind of figuring out because we've been changing our thesis a lot like little things here and there cutting out some scenes the timing but I think it's just my favorite part is seeing it all come together and have it be so different than what we originally had mm-hmm. like in a good way yeah so how much has this story changed from when you started so in the begin, the very beginning I'm talking junior year like we concepts the, the there was no background the thesis was much shorter we didn't have an environment like she was supposed to be dancing like in this black in, like there was just nothing um mm-hmm. in in the beginning there was nothing yeah lit, yes exactly <laughs> then there was light so once Kira was like I'm working with you we needed to add things because it was a little too simple for a two-person thesis Mm -hmm. so we made it a little longer made the clothing more intricate then um environment care model is out of this world like crazy (laughs) so yeah in that aspect it changed a lot and kira you mentioned it was mentioned earlier that you were originally in another group did you always want to work in a group or did you at one point have like a solo project like what were your ideas for thesis I always wanted to work in a group. I always wanted to do something collaborative mm-hmm. and work with other people so I could learn communication. Mm-hmm. And I ended up working with Emily and she was a really good fit for me. And the other group was not a good fit for me, which is why I left. And then I ended up working with Emily. And I imagine that this is this is owed to your various internships where you're working in a production team, basically. What would you say has been your worst moment with thesis where you guys felt like you couldn't get it done? You guys might have, you know not really agreed with each other too much like what was something that you consider like a low in the thesis texturing the environment (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious yeah i agree with that our texturing because i don't think either of us wanted to focus on texturing but we kind of have to Mm -hmm. so but also i remember last semester or maybe the second semester of our junior year um we were still working with Gallagher. Gallagher. Yeah, we were working with Gallagher and I was in Spain because I was studying abroad in Spain and then COVID was hitting and Gallagher was like, you have to do this, this and this. And I Mm -hmm. said, I know, but like I was just juggling all of this stuff and I really didn't think I was going to get it done. But in that semester, Kira really pulled through for me. Like she took a big bulk of our work and I'm really grateful for that. I think that there's something that needs to be said about your biggest problem in thesis was literally something that happened within the thesis and it wasn't between you two. And that, that's really awesome to hear because that oh, like yeah. just shows that you guys will just work really well together. Oh, definitely. So what would you say 
was your best moment in thesis? Like something that made you know for certain that you guys could get this done and that you could do it. Fixing the rig whenever I'm like my issue with it. I was like, I got you. I think <laughs> those are probably some of my favorite moments. Yeah, I agree with that. I will second that because I'm always uh, messing up the rig. Like uh, Josh loves to say animators are the dumbest ones. And I kind of have to agree. Like I'm always messing <laughs> up. And I'm just, I text Kira at all hours. Like, hey, um, like even just now, I the foot rig for some reason disappeared. And I texted Kira five minutes before the t- podcast. Like, hey, what did I do? <laughs> and I got back to you. Thank you. That's, awesome. <laughs> That's so great. And I love how, uh, Kira, you find joy in fixing issues. Yes, I do, especially rigging. Kira, as we mentioned before, you are probably one of the best in the department. You are extremely committed to what you do and you perform with such excellency. I'm oh. curious to ask, how do you do it? How do you, like, when you sit down to work, like on a project or a script or rigging or anything, like, what is your process to start working? Passion, motivation, thinking, all right, today I'm going to do something awesome. This is what I love to do. And I do it. That's awesome. That's just, that's even more impressive because like that work ethic that you have, that's just really, really awesome. Thanks. And what about you, Emily? When you, when you're like sitting down, you're going to animate or you're like creative directing or producing, like what is your process to get started? To get started, really, it's just, I like to think of the end result or the end goal, even if it's something small, like if I'm, even if I'm just animating like a simple walk cycle, it's kind of annoying to think about how tedious it is, like all the little things you have to do to get to the end. Mm-hmm. But just thinking about the actual end mm. kind of gives me the motivation to like, all right, let's go get this done. Right. Like you have a bit of a big picture in your mind of how it's right. going to look. Exactly. So is there anything that you guys do that helps you collaborate better like obviously you guys meet with zoom do you guys meet with zoom uh outside of class like how often do you guys communicate with each other we're in the same classes for production skills and thesis so it's like a group meeting and we talk about what's going on we take notes and then we work together and we make things happen also we post a shotgun or updates and let each other know there's an update so we're always in touch we're always making progress getting things done yeah even outside of class, we're always like texting or on our own Zoom calls. It's just hard to actually meet in person. Again, mm-hmm. we're in two different states, but even even with that COVID, it's like it's just better to stay virtual. But I was just curious about like the way that you guys meet and, and how often do you meet? Because this might be a mental model for anybody who is thinking about working as in a group for next year if this pandemic continues to keep the world in the in the status that it is you know hopefully it doesn't but it also can be a helpful guide so for anybody who is thinking about working in a group what would you recommend to that person i think you should uh both give input to your idea i mean you don't have to like with me and emily emily has total control of the story but you should both share your ideas share what you want to do talk to each other a lot of talking and a lot of giving each other input and ideas and just sharing and collaborating and deciding what you want to do and then uh, discussing your skills, your strengths, your weaknesses, which you're really strong. Let's say you're really strong at lighting. Lighting might be your focus and you're not so strong at maybe rigging. Maybe your partner could rig or you can find someone to rig for you and just planning it all out 
and making sure you're both up to date with each other's uh, ideas. Yeah, um, basically everything she just said. And two specific things I would definitely recommend is one, something that Karen and I have is a schedule. Like we revisit it every few weeks maybe and we write down week by week exactly what we're going to do. Like by week two, we need this. By week three, we need this. So that we are always holding each other accountable and nobody's ever lost. And two, I definitely recommend um, deciding who has final say on what. Because yeah. for example... I have final say on creative ideas. So, it's, so it's, for example, Kira's like, hey, I think we should make it this color. But I'm like, no, I like this color. We don't go back and forth for weeks. It's I have the final say. But on the other hand, Kira's the technical director. She's like, Emily, we're doing this in Marvelous Designer. And I'm like, but I like I like this other program. Kira's like, no, girl, I know what I'm doing. We're doing this. Right, and that way right. we don't go back and forth for weeks. We just have a solution then and there. Gotcha. Like you guys have your very defined roles from the very beginning and you respect and trust each other's opinions as you go exactly. through the process. Exactly. That's fantastic. And I think that that's just signs of a very, very healthy partnership. So far. Okay. So now we're going to go to a bit more of a reflective note and I will, I will kind of bounce between the two of you. So uh, we'll go with Emily first and then Kira. What would you tell your freshman self about SVA? Oof. The good and the bad? You can do the good and the bad. Make this as personal as you want. <laughs> um, okay, so let's start with the bad so we can end on a good note. Okay. Just the fact that there's no campus was really annoying in the beginning, like having to run across town for different classes. I would just tell my future self, get an unlimited metro card, take the bus, no shame. You don't want to <laughs> arrive sweaty to your next um, class. The good, the good, I mean, there is a lot of good. I thought that college was going to be very strict and very scary, which it can be, honestly, especially as a freshman. But I found that as long as you communicate with your professors and trust them and actually like talk to them, even if it's to complain about something they'll usually be very responsive so that's what i would say also the fries and the lounge they're really good they are really good and i gotta say that's probably one of the biggest things that i miss about being on campus yeah. oh my god the, just the fry that molds like and we they're like three dollars it tastes even better because they're so cheap oh my favorite <laughs> so what about you kara what would you tell your freshman self about SVA, considering that you wanted to do this and you knew that you wanted to do this for such a long time? I'd say if I have a dream, chase it, keep going, do what you love to do, try everything, learn as much as you can, and just follow your dreams. If you want to work for a big company, just keep going, keep applying. It doesn't have to happen when you graduate. It can happen a year after you graduate. It can happen two years after you graduate. Just apply everywhere you're interested in. Even if you're not sure if you're going to like something, apply for it. Maybe you can get it. Maybe you'll see if you like it. Maybe you won't. Uh, another thing is uh, live at love love. <laughs> yes. Live at love I imagine that and love makes all the difference, right? Yes, I found out junior year and I was like, oh, I wish I lived at love love. This place is so nice. <laughs> that's the, that's the, um, those are the dorms with the, the single bedrooms, right? Like the single rooms. Yeah. I didn't get to dorm at all, so it's okay. Yeah. But you, you're in New York City, so like no big deal yeah. for you. Yeah. 
Well, an hour and a half, like from the Bronx, but it's cheaper. So no complaints. So do you guys have any advice for any juniors who are now entering the thesis phase? Mm, yes, I would say take those pre those pre-thesis classes very seriously. Like you're going to be taking classes that are like prep, like you're coming up with ideas and practicing your storyboards. Treat that as if you're actually working towards your final thesis because you probably are like because um, I started my junior year when I got to my senior year, we were super prepared. Like Karen and I worked over the summer. Like we're good. We're, we're not cruising. I don't want to say, but we're good. Whereas I know some of my classmates like who last year treated it as just, you know, whatever a class, but this year now they're trying to catch up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just treat it seriously, even if it's not your final idea, because if you end up changing it last minute, you know, do so, but you know, try to get started as soon as possible. Yeah. I agree with everything Emily just said. Start as soon as you can. Lock down your story. Lock down your ideas. Start modeling. Start rigging. Get as much done over the summer as you can. And just try to get as much done in advance as possible because you never know how many times you might have to change something or resim a cloth simulation. You're always going to have to make these changes. And I think it's really easy to not take that class seriously because of how laid back it is. Yeah. Right? So I think that that's a very helpful piece of advice for anybody who is about to take those classes to really right. like, hey, this is laid back, but this is because it's to let you really figure things out properly. Right. How would you guys describe your SVA experience? Because as we all know, this is our last fall semester and last spring semester of our educational careers, unless anybody decides to pursue their master's. So what would you say or how would you describe your SVA experience thus far? Perfect. <laughs> That's awesome. And why do you say that? I got to do everything I wanted to do. I got to be a student senator. I got to intern at MPC. I got to freelance for Method Studios while still being a student. And I got to work with two amazing professors, Chris DeVito and Alex Shuparov. And it was very surreal. It was amazing getting to work with these people who used to teach me. And they still taught me things. And I think I would not have gotten that experience going to any other school. That's really awesome, Kira. And that's that's so great to hear. You have such a decorated history with the school and that you have such a, a positive outlook on it. That's really, really awesome. What about you, Emily? For me, SVA has been full of surprises. Like everything that I expected it to be. I came here wanting to do one thing. I'm leaving here wanting to do something completely different. And it's like, overall, I loved my experiences. I would have done a few things differently, of course. But yeah, via SVA, like I got to study abroad. When I first entered SVA my freshman year, they didn't offer that program. And it was something that I've always wanted to do anyway, but I figured SVA was worth it. And I just would have to give that up. But junior year, they were like, JK, here's an opportunity. Do you want it? And I said, of course. I came in here wanting to work for like Disney. You know, that's everybody's dream as a freshman. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to go work for Disney Pixar. Um, that was me. But actually doing like these things, I realized maybe I don't want to do that. Maybe I want to do something else. Like right now I'm thinking of doing production for a smaller studio or even marketing, if you can believe that. But mm-hmm. that's where I'm at right now. And I'm grateful to SVA for giving me the chance to explore that because I've talked to my um, professors about it and counselors and they were all like, yeah, listen, you can, these are transferable skills. So yeah, um, definitely an unexpected experience, but 
good nonetheless. I'm really happy for you guys that you both had like really positive experiences at SVA. Um, I think my last question is what's next for you guys? Like Emily, you're kind of mentioning that you might go into marketing and Kira, you know, you've absolutely got a spot in the field. So what's, uh, what's the next steps after graduation? Work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Work it is. Yeah. Work. Definitely that. I want to come back. Um, maybe not to SBA, but I do want to go back for a master's, maybe in something a little more related to like business mm-hmm. so I can really kick off. Like I still want to work in this industry. Like I'm in love with the animation industry, but maybe something more on the like corporate side of the, the mm. industry, not necessarily the creative side. So I want to get out there, work for a few years, get experience and then come back for a master's. Awesome. All right. So uh, what are you guys going to do for the rest of the day? What's your uh, plan? He says, I'm doing shot four today. Nice. What's shot yeah. four? Uh, it's a scene where Esperanza approaches our environment, which is a beautiful cathedral. Oh, very cool. Uh, same. I'm going to also, I'm going to mostly be shooting animation references because, you know, my sister's over, my boyfriend is over. So we're having a great time just acting these really annoying scenes out <laughs> and it's pretty great because there's there's dance their dancers are two main characters so me and my boyfriend who are most definitely not dancers <laughs> we are trying to you know do we're trying our best well thank you guys so much for being on the show it was a pleasure to have you both thank you for having us thank you okay guys take care thank you so much Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The In-Between. If you like the show, you can subscribe at iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I'm Javier Colon, and I will see you next time.